Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we are here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, today is our week 13 recap episode. This is my second favorite week to recap. Do you know why, Ryan? I know. Because uh, the Lions won. Lions won. Oh, so you're, you're talking, okay, big picture, Lions won. I was talking small picture. I'm, I'm selfish. Small picture? Yes. I mean, you're... Oh, oh, your your game picks went well. Game picks, yes. It's also when you start you start doing the math for playoff implications for your fantasy football team. You know, mm. technically you're in if I beat Team A and Team B scores twenty points less than me, so I win with point differential. Wait, wait, is that is that really your situation right thing. now? Oh, oh, I was it's like, not. oh, because I was like, I think you're you're gonna make it. I am on the verge of not making it. Your matchup this week is very we don't crucial talk about for it. me as well. I hope you win. I really hope you win. Because yeah, you, you should go tell your out. friend to sit some players in, man. Dude, he, he's I don't he's on a losing streak. It's been pretty bad. Well, your team has been as well, but I was the first at one point, but I digress. Okay. Before we go on a on a super big tangent, just because you know this is part of fantasy football, right? It's making decisions. If you can go back. And redo one thing that you think would make your team better now, what would it be? One thing? Yeah, just redo one thing. Uh, pick someone else besides Aaron Jones in the first round. Wow. Redo. Not a fan. I, I was way too high on him going into the season mm-hmm. because I was not I, I forgot about AJ Dillon, like 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 consciously forgot about him. Not like I actually forgot about him. I was like, oh, we can put this guy to the side. And then I thought Aaron Jones was gonna have a monster season because Jamal Williams was gone. That's not the case. And I'm and I'm hurting because of that. It's been painful. I feel like people picks like six through nine are kicking themselves that they didn't draft either Jonathan Taylor or Austin Eckler. I could have had Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, you could have. Or Austin Eckler, but no, I went Aaron Jones thinking I was like smart. <laughs> you know, the person you're playing against this week thought he was smart too, because you know, um, Ezekiel Elliott fell to him and oh, yeah. Tony Pollard's a thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Remember when I sent you my running back draft board? Mm-hmm. Zeke was not high on it, but for some reason, Aaron Jones is number one, and I regret that. But this it's is our the- first season doing all of this. So next season on this podcast, more valuable information will come. Exactly. And it'll be more digestible because that's what that's the tea yes. does. With that being said, reading the tea leaves, Ryan, take it away with our Thursday night football game. Yeah, on Thursday night, the Dallas Cowboys beat the New Orleans Saints 27 to 17. Uh, quick comments on here. Tricky Saints. They started the game looking good. I even texted you. We talked about this last week. But then when Taysom Hill was asked to pass instead of run, he struggled. Uh, he gifted Dan Quinn's defense with four interceptions. Uh, injury-wise, Taysom Hill still has a finger injury. And I don't think there's many fancy implications coming out of this game. I would just keep an eye on Amari and his usage and impact moving forward as we're nearing playoff games that are do or die. And it, Because it's been six weeks since he had a double-digit game. And it's concerning because I have him. So I know it's very concerning. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's because Michael Gallup is, is back and healthy, but something to definitely monitor. Also Alvin Kamara is supposed to play this week, but no Mark Ingram maybe because of COVID. Yeah. But I, I don't know if it will make a difference if Kamara comes back, to be honest. Mm, true, true, I mean, true. it could, it could, but it we'll could. see. Moving on though. Tampa Bay takes care of business against Atlanta. 
30 to 17. It's another rough day in the office for Matt Ryan, who failed to throw either 300 passing yards or throw a passing touchdown. It was really rough for him. But it was the Mike Davis and Russell Gage show on Sunday. Mike Davis with the rushing touchdown. Russell Gage over 100 yards. But don't worry if you have Cordero Patterson like I do. He is still a running back wide receiver one every other week. I was just going to ask about Corderell. When you said it was the Russell Gage show, I was like, where's Corderell? It's crazy, right? Because you see rushing touchdown. Oh, Corderell is going to be a big Corderell game. Nope. Exactly. 100 passing yards. Oh, big Corderell game. Now it's Russell Gage. Man. You know who I didn't talk about, though? Who Who? I'm most surprised about? You probably forgot about him, too. Kyle Pitts. Kyle, yeah. How do we forget about Kyle Pitts? But, you know, tight end that produced really well in this game. Rob Gronkowski, two touchdown catches crazy he still gets eight targets every single week i think he's a tight end one moving forward for sure i agree i like gronk though so i'm always on the gronk train he's gotten better worse and then he got better again like how did he how did he get better after regressing i think that's just his cycle (laughs) you know because i don't know because he he gets injured and stuff like that you know Mm. Our next game, though, we have Arizona 33 and Chicago 22. They beat the Chicago Bears. I think Kyler Murray, just spectacular performance. Very wow performance. I would be scared if I were you because that's your division rival. For the Bears, though, what's really new, they have ongoing issues in their passing game, while David Montgomery is actually not doing that bad of a job for their run game. Uh, I think it might be too early to speculate on this, but I think the Bears could use a very elite wide receiver one for next season. The receivers aren't really doing much either because they, they have Justin Fields coming back, I think, this week, but I don't think the receivers can do much. Uh, again, I don't think there are any huge fantasy implications here. Hopkins, Hopkins uh, didn't score much because Murray only attempted 15 passes in the rain. I, I would continue to start David Montgomery, though. Very fair, very fair. I think, I think the number one thing me and you always conflict and clash with is how good Allen Robinson is. Uh, yes. I think I think him. it's the play calling. I think it's the play calling. That's why he's not doing well. <laughs> but I think you attribute it to him not being a good wide receiver. I think so. I think that's why right when I said um, they need an elite wide receiver, your face kind of kind of changed a little bit. And I, and I knew exactly why it changed. <laughs> I think it'll be great for Allen Robinson to not play for Chicago next year because he's a free agent. Yeah, sure. Allen Robinson, go. But I, I guess... The point we can agree on is that Chicago, get rid of Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. The, the, the topic about Allen Robinson can be pushed for another day, but they just need a new receiver. I like that. We can, we can both yeah. agree. Also, on- Darnell Mooney. I started him after yeah. two great weeks. No good. No, <laughs> no good, man. Guild is Dalton. coming back this week. Mm, yeah, he is. I think it's I think it's because Andy Dalton's piss performance. Four interceptions. Yeah. My yeah. God. Anyways, let's move to a better game. The Chargers. The Bengals. Oh yes, yes. Did you I was something? just gonna say you said better, but for the I only watched the first half of it. It was not that great. I don't know what happened to the second half though. I mean, it was great for one side. You know what's funny? I thought it was a good first half game and a terrible second half game. Because I just remember leaving when it was like 20-something to zero. Yeah, and, and I'm then just like, Cincinnati What's going came on? back. They, they got like 13 back. points, right? Yeah, and then Unanswered, they scored a touchdown yeah. after the half. Okay, I missed that part. After. 
Okay, got it, got it. And that's why they lost 41 to 22. One team made second half adjustments, and that team was the winning team. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for Cincinnati, T. Higgins continues to have his breakout game. Led the team with 138 yards and a touchdown. You're shaking your head, Ryan. Ryan, I knew T. Higgins was a good wide receiver. He just didn't get the touchdown. The touchdown Did you draft him going his way. I drafted him in. No, I draft. I didn't draft him in any leagues, but I traded for him in like two or three. So you, so you ended up getting him. Yes. Wait, what tipped you off to believe, or to believe what you believe right now? His target share. Interesting. Yeah, because when, you know. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say when they were both on the field, they had the same target share. Jamar Chase just kept breaking. He just got the big touchdown. Yeah. I think they were lucky, to be honest with you. They weren't even. I don't know. They they weren't true. Because I think I watched sad. this game. There was some pass where Jamar Chase was just not catching. He was just mm-hmm. like the ball was there. He didn't make the catch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't like T. Higgins right now. I'm glad his career is taken off, but I have shares of Jamar Chase. T. Higgins looks very good in the red zone. I don't know if you saw. He's like mossed two people in back to back weeks. He's tall. Yeah, he he's is. He's like he, six mm-hmm. two three something like that. He's what Kenny Galladay is supposed to be. Oh. Uh, you know what's funny, though? Kenny Galladay had this l- little, like, uh, I don't know what you would call this, like this little blow up or hype early in his career, just like how T. Higgins has it right now. So if you mention T. Higgins and Galladay in the same sentence, I feel like T. Higgins might just follow Galladay, Galladay, uh, Galladay's pass. I see. I see. Let's, let's move on, though. Let's move on. Okay, okay. The Chargers, Keen Allen, Mike Williams, show that they can both play together. They had two serviceable games. However, their closeness might have cost them. They're both on the COVID-19 protocol list. They might be in yikers. jeopardy playing this week. Yeah, big yikers. But yeah, just monitor that moving forward. Yikers. Our next game, Minnesota at Detroit. My favorite game of the week. The ending was superb. Minnesota scored 27. Detroit scored 29. And honestly, I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, I'm, I'm talking about the ending. It was a horrible fumble by golf. I, did you watch it? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. Horrible fumble by golf. So then it made me want to throw something at the TV because I was like cheering for Detroit for 13 weeks straight and, and it ends with another golf fumble. And then it was like, you know, like when you get stabbed, okay, I don't know what it's like to get stabbed, but you know, when you stab and then like you like twist it and there's like some salt, you add salt to the wound. That's what happened when Minnesota got the TD. And then I was just like devastated, but then no, Detroit is very, it's very good, yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson is probably in for a big week with uh, Elon's target share up for grabs. Barry KJ Osborne might be someone to look into this week. I'm KJ. I'm kind yes. of. Interested. KJ Osborne. Because Thielen's out. High ankle sprain. Yeah, yeah. I think he's ruled out, right? Already. Already, yes. Yeah, yeah. He, mm-hmm. High ankle sprains, you're probably going to miss two to three weeks. Expect to not have Adam Thielen for most of the playoffs. Moving on, though, Indianapolis and Houston. Indianapolis was able to blank Houston 31 nothing in a game where Indy's defense forced one turnover and four sacks. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Jonathan Taylor, also a really good running back. Adds two more scores to his name and is now the number one leading scorer in fantasy football. Fantasy implications, just don't start any 
Houston player. Don't. Just don't. Zach Cunningham. Hear about Doc Hunt? Yeah. yeah. After signing a huge deal? What happened? I think it was the Bill O'Brien. Was that the Bill O'Brien regime that signed him first? They said he, he got signed in 2020. So it just depends on... Wait, Bill O'Brien was still coaching the COVID year, right? Yes, he 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 was. Then that means it's probably Bill O'Brien. Yeah, he signed. Yeah, he's signed. Yeah, because their new coach didn't take over until what this August or something, or like this season. This season, exactly. Yeah. 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 Is that all you had for that? Yes, sir. Next up, New York Giants scored nine points in Miami against the Dolphins, who scored twenty. They lost to the Dolphins. Uh, the Giants are just struggling on offense. Same old, same old every week. Uh, new development, though. Danny Dimes was out with a neck injury, so Mike Glennon took over. He started. He got a concussion. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I see the smirk on your face. <laughs> Prayers up for uh, Mike Glennon, though. Uh, Barkley is running fine, but then because he's running fine, he can't catch now for some reason. Five drop passes by Barkley. And uh, for the other team, my me and I, they are slowly progressing in the right direction each week. I mean, it's the same trend for them every week so far. It's just like one step in the right direction. Not, nothing too crazy for them. Injuries, though. Kenny Galladay, speaking of him earlier, he had injuries. Uh, he had a injury to his ribs. Kind of went in and out of the game, but he couldn't finish. Fantasy implications here, I think, uh, with the injury to their second backup, uh, Mike Glennon, they're going to start Jake from from i don't know jake from it. state farm jake from state farm from like what georgia state yes or something like that yeah uh no knock on jake uh jake farm though or from uh but i don't think like i think all the the skill players in the giants get a downgrade except for saquon and maybe you keep saquon there just because of the volume that he's getting 100 percent agree with you there it's saquon barkley is a volume-based running back too yeah as sad as and it's it is. sad yeah. Oh, yeah. It's sad. There you go. We're on the same page. And like, I don't think it's his fault. Okay. This this week, I think it was the yeah. five drops. Mm-hmm. You can't blame anyone. It's his hands. But like before, I think it's it was offensive line. It was play calling. I think better days are ahead. But until then, you just have to sit and wait. He was like Antonio Gibson. That's like my mm. best comparison. You know, it, it didn't sucks. look great at first. And it, it sucks. But you can't uh-huh. sit him, right? You can't, you really but then can't. get ready to routinely get drafted in the second round of every draft. Then if you want to, if, if you're going to play like Antonio Gibson, you're going to get drafted in the second round every year. Very true. Do you know running back who won't be drafted in the second round, probably the third or even the fourth round? My list. It's my list. <laughs> it's my list. It's, be nodding. It's, it's, it's my list. It's my list. Sanders. The Eagles won 33 to 18 against the Jets. Breakout game for Dallas Goddard. Devonta Smith and Miles Sanders had lackluster games against a very exploitable defense, in my opinion. Gardner mm-hmm. Minshew led the show, did a really good job, but against just the Jets. So there is no Minshew quarterback competition. Back. He did. I think he I think he earned a starting job on another team. Next season. I think so. Minshew Mania. Minshew Mania. He should be a starter. That's just my opinion, though. But yes. Miles Sanders also hurt his ankle and his his status is worth monitoring entering the playoffs. They do have their buys, so maybe it heals, but who knows if he'll be 100%. Last thing I want to say, Elijah Moore, he's the real deal. Wide receiver two moving forward and should remain in lineups for the rest of the way. Yes. 
Uh, the next game, Washington 17, uh, Las Vegas 15. Uh, just stop the pain, please. It's very gut-wrenching to watch uh, the Raiders play in the first half of a game. They play like they don't know how to play football. They get three and outs. They can't catch any ball. They keep running it. It wasn't like they were playing in the wind like Monday night either. So I don't know why they kept doing what they did. I think we just need an elite X receiver or a field stretcher, like a rugs 2.0, or maybe both, you know, because we need all the help we can get. doesn't matter. But guess what? We've just re-signed our kicker instead of addressing, you know, real issues. Uh, Washington, though, is like uh, that team. I feel like it's just like that team that you can't really shake off, you know, because if you don't prepare for Washington, you might just lose. And that wasn't the narrative the whole season either. It just happened in the last couple of weeks where Washington became a team that kind of, you know, you kind of have to watch out for them when you play them. Uh, injuries, though, Darren Waller is still not practicing from his uh, IT joint injury. Logan Thomas went down to the game. Prayers for his leg. I think you asked me if he could still walk again. I don't know, actually. It looks very painful and scary. Kenyon Drake is also out for the season with a broken ankle. Fantasy implications. Ricky Seals-Jones is not a bad option, I don't think, to replace Thomas. With the injury to Kenyon Drake... Is Josh Jacobs a top top 15 running back? I think he will be, but that's a big if, and that's really dependent on his injuries and his health because he's already mm-hmm. banged up this whole year when he's mm-hmm. not even like a full-time starter. And I don't know what's going on this year. Interesting. But Interesting. he will get more carries now for sure. It's just as long as he stays healthy. I missed the Josh Jacobs that could handle 30, 30 rushing attempts per game. Usually that only happens for the first season of every running back, you know? That's always week one. I mean, if you think about it, though, I think my dad told me, like, I forgot which game. We're watching a game. He told me, you know, if you get hit by, like, a 300-pound man running up like that every play, like, 20 times a game, you can't last long. And I'm like, that's so true. You know, it's like the obvious, like Captain Obvious over here, dad. But, like, Uh it was like, it's it's very true, though, because even though they're, like, 200 pounds, 220, you're still getting hit by a 300 pound man. And then sometimes you're at the bottom of a dog pile. Mm-hmm. So it's exactly. like, I, you can't blame the running backs, but it's like, it, it kind of sucks. Cause it's one of those positions where it's so like short lived. And you know, what's so interesting. And I wish there was like some sort of study for this because they played running back in football for 15 years already to make it into the NFL. And they're going to play another 10. What if you can have players start like when they're like 16 or 18 to preserve oh. that like longevity? Do you get what so I'm the, saying? What, what do they do before? Like maybe they're just really good at cardio. Like they're just really good at running or something like that. Or like naturally born, like gifted players just don't play football early, but they figure it out later. You get what I'm saying? I feel like that might work. But do you remember when Josh Jacobs was drafted? Um, I think coming out of the draft at Alabama, he barely had any carries or touches. Oh, geez. So then the whole point was that, oh, yeah, you're getting this fresh guy. And then now he's kind of like banged up. So I really Dang. don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess they do have some pros and cons on for each side. But I think it's something fun to monitor moving forward. I think we should monitor it. But I, I, just, I just thought of it, too. After you said it, I feel like if you don't get hit growing up, what if it's just a shock to you when you're 16 or 18? Exactly. That's yeah. the, that's the, that's and the now you can't right? handle it anymore because you're not used to taking punches or, or, or it's like similar to like a boxer, you know? Mm-hmm. very you got true. a condition for punches endurance. yeah the, yeah the conditioning the the endurance yeah mm-hmm. but pretty interesting pretty interesting i'd like to look into that maybe like somewhere down the road if we get that data but yeah moving on though a team that needs something data 
Ah, uh, they need some milk. It's it's Jacksonville. <laughs> seven. They dropped seven points. Great for them. They lost seven to thirty-seven against the Rams, though. They just destroyed Jacksonville. It wasn't even funny. The Sony Michelle showcase was a success. And I think honestly, he was able to show teams that he is deserving of a starting role after this year. He ran really well. I know it's Jacksonville, but Jacksonville had a good run defense and he was really good at pass blocking skills. I think hot take. He doesn't need to show other teams that he can run because he should stay on the Rams and be their starter. Daryl Henderson is a little too, I feel too injury prone. Keep him on the roster. Keep both of them on the roster, but start Michelle first. I think that's what I would do. Oh, and Cam Aker comes back too. <laughs> uh, I forgot about him. Holy. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because I, so I, I don't really believe in those three-headed running backs. I agree with you. I think NFL coaches believe in it, but as us, we don't really believe in it. I don't know. Yeah. For, for them, it's like this rotation thing where it's keeping everyone fresh. But I feel like true, like it achieves that, but then it really kills someone's what? Momentum. That's true. That's true. I can name a player that I feel like kills their momentum every single time oh, because they who? do a two-headed giant who? in Denver. Uh, uh, Javante Williams. Javante Williams. I Oh, man. We'll talk about just, him when we get yeah, there. Yeah, soon, soon. Soon. Um, last thing I want to say, Laquan Treadwell. Remember him? Yeah, uh, from the Vikings. He was from the Vikings. He plays yeah. for Jacksonville now. Oh, 85% He leads the team in targets since Dan Arnold and Jamal Agnew got hurt. Trevor Lawrence literally will throw it to anyone else outside but, of Marvin Jones, who they paid money for, yeah. LaVisca Chenault, who they drafted high for. It does not make sense. Oh, and James Robinson, who I think is their MVP every did, single week. Did you hear the news article about Urban Myers? It's related to what you're saying about how I think people are like, why did you put James Robinson back into the game when you guys already lost and the guy is like banged up? And Urban Myers, like he, he didn't say, I don't know, but he basically gave an answer where it's kind of like he had no clue who was playing. As in, like, it wasn't his decision to put James Robinson in. It was someone else's decision to put him in. And he was like, okay. <laughs> You're the head coach. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do you know what's my favorite part, too? I think what? Trevor Lawrence said something. He was like, you know what? We got to get James Robinson the ball more. And I'm like, man, it's week 14. Uh-huh. Y'all spent 14 weeks to realize that James Robinson helps you move the ball downfield. But I'm starting to also wonder, though. I feel like. Trevor Lawrence has to know this. And did he know this since the beginning? Like, like, and then he just didn't speak up because he was kind of like, oh, I'm a rookie. I think so. And I'll let it play out. And then now it's like 14 weeks later, which is like what? Almost four months later. And your coach is kind of like, I don't want to say the laughing stock of the league, but like he's the laughing stock of the league. He's losing a lot of credibility. That's why maybe Trevor Lawrence is willing to speak up now. I think he has more control of the locker room than Urban Myers does right now, but that's just me. I mean, I don't want to pry into a, what, a two and 10 team right now. Mm-hmm. We can move on. Yeah. We can save that for the off season. Uh, next game, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. I didn't expect this outcome, but Pittsburgh won 20 to 19. Uh, I think <laughs> the reason why it's 19 to 20 uh, John Harbaugh, you said no to overtime and went for two when you have Justin Tucker and you failed the two. That's why you let Pittsburgh off easily. I don't know why he decided to do that. But uh, speaking of, I guess, like what the game in a more holistic view, it was a big drop by Deontay Johnson, but great throw by Big Ben. I don't know if you saw that 
Mm-hmm. pass yeah. yeah yeah you did uh it's something we haven't seen in a while it's like both of them went back in time when big ben could throw the ball and deontay John- johnson couldn't catch the ball you know because early in his career he couldn't catch but don't come at me you're still better than me deontay i would have dropped the ball as well injuries though marlon humphrey is out for the season with a torn pectoral so i mean it'll keep killing that defense though what what is his name anthony averett mm-hmm. the guy with red hair yeah He'll have to start. That defense is not looking good. Lamar is not looking good. Like, to be honest, for fancy implications, I don't know what Lamar and the rest of the offense is going through. I just know that Devonta Freeman seems to have, like, solidified his spot. You know, 97 yards from scrimmage and a TD. I like it. I like it, too. I'm I'm content starting Freeman in many leagues if, you're, if you need a running back. Yeah. Very frustrating, though, for everyone else on that Ravens team. Uh, I don't know. I wish I could understand. I want to know what's wrong. Offense. I mean, I want to know one, why they get injured so much. And two, why is it so hard to pass the damn ball? I, I two, two, two quick things. First thing for your, why it's so hard to pass the ball is because maybe your quarterback's better at running the ball. Second thing, I think teams that rely too much on the quarterback have been failing this year, as opposed to a team like the Pats, who don't rely too much on the quarterback and rely more on a team effort winning. Because if you look at the teams, like I think Casey is getting lucky. Mm-hmm. I agree. But with you. yeah, then the Ravens and probably, probably some, a few other teams, but for sure the Ravens, the, Bills. the Chiefs, the Bills. Yeah. They rely too much on their quarterback to win them games. Mm. It's like everything goes through the quarterback. It's like Mahomes, please get us a touchdown. Uh, but you have like 45 seconds though. So okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like do something, you know, but with the path, it's kind of like, you don't put that pressure on just one guy. It's like a team effort. Maybe that's a secret sauce. Who knows? Maybe, maybe that is, you know, what's the secret sauce for the next game. It's an 80 yard run by Travis Homer. Just shattered. I, Ooh, Ooh. When Seattle, Seattle wins 30 to 20. Just made Pete Carroll just drool. Oh yeah. See now he's gonna run that play every single week. That's why he's like, oh yeah, we established the run. That's how we do it. Exactly. Dude, honestly, that's probably what he's gonna tell people. We established the run and look at this box score. 30 to 23. Probably, we won. That's probably that's probably why Russell Wilson made public about the teams that he's willing to to contribute <laughs> to. <laughs> that's probably what happened in, in the locker room. But I mean, all jokes aside, well, I have one more. At least we finally see what happens when you have a competent coach playing in Seattle. You know, mm, yeah, when first yeah. and goal, we don't throw it three times. Are you happy? We, we what? We did. We ran twice. We threw twice. Didn't work out. What are we supposed to do? We get a better quarterback. Who said that? Not me. Um, real talk, though. George I, Kittle looked really good. He did look good. But can we just rewind a little bit to maybe like 13 weeks ago when you were still calling your quarterback the Italian Stallion? Oh, well, really? what happened? What happened? <laughs> I think he's fine finishing the season, but after that, I think it's it's Trey Lance's show. Yeah, like, it it's his turn. It's time for him to go. Like I read an article. I don't know what they were talking about specifically, but they keep saying Jimmy Garoppolo's make the same mistakes every week, and it's just some week he gets lucky because DBs can't catch the ball, mm, so, so he gets away with an interception. But yeah, that's. <sighs> Save it for the offseason, 100%. Injuries, though, the running back room for the 49ers, Eli Mitchell, concussion and knee flare-up. Jeff Wilson Jr., ankle and knee. Trey Sermon, high ankle sprain. Jamichael Hasty is the only healthy running back. 
to the point that the 49ers signed former Atlanta running back Brian Hill. Do you remember Brian Hill? Exactly. Ryan's shaking no. his head no. no. It's, it's really bad right now, but that's all I had for this game. Ryan, go for it. Sunday night game, Denver at Kansas City. Denver, nine points. Kansas City, 22 points. Kansas City won. Casey came out with the dub, and the box score is not bad since 22 to 9. But Pat Mahomes is not the Pat Mahomes you think he is. He missed a lot of throws. The two leading receivers for Casey were, you want to take a guess? Ooh, it was not Travis Kelsey. He couldn't catch anything. I'm going to guess, ooh, is it? I think it's either Meikle Hardman or Brian Pringle. <laughs> good one good one the two leading receivers were daryl williams and ceh they each caught three balls each for 88 yards combined and the, those are the two leading receivers for them it was horrible That's horrible uh, on the other side bridgewater could not throw the ball downfield however the name we mentioned earlier devonta williams is holding it down for them though uh injuries melvin gordon missed last week and mayor may not miss this week we don't know yet i think he's day to day if he does miss this week though um javante williams rb 1.5 maybe top 15 i don't know but no implications no no major implications on my end it's just the usual downgrade across the board for me for both teams jonathan taylor bye week no derrick henry no cmc no dalvin cook potentially I think Javante Williams boosts him higher. Top five. Top five. If no Melvin Gordon, if no Melvin Gordon top five, what did you see last week that made you not think that he can't be a top five running back? He caught the ball. He got the passing game usage. He, he ran the ball really well. Over 100 okay. yards. To me, I think that's a recipe for a really good running back. I'm oh. very high on Javante Williams. I'm very, very high. That's why I, I traded for him early. It never panned out until last week, and I don't think, to be honest with you, it ever will this year. But yeah, I think next year. year he's a really good. He's gonna be a really good piece. You no, know, speaking about it, we'll talk about it in the the next episode for game picks. But considering their next opponent, you know, top five is reasonable. <laughs> exactly. All right, we're gonna yeah. breeze through Monday Night Football really quick, and then a recap of the Charity League. New England fourteen, Buffalo ten. A game where really no one got the ball moving except for the win. Mac Jones threw the ball three times. I mean, Stevenson and Harris are a really good one-two punch, and the Bills really need to figure out their offense again. This is like their second or third time that they've really struggled to get the ball moving. Hopefully better days are ahead, and maybe we'll talk about it in our next episode because their opponent might actually let them throw the ball a little bit better. They need a number two receiving threat. Dawson Knox keeps, keeps dropping passes. It's kind of frustrating, but who knows? Moving on to the Charity Fantasy League, though. Who won? Not us. We lost Not 136 us. to 156 to um, Leno285, and I'm pretty sure we're eliminated from contention in this league. However, so like next week, we'll probably do like a full recap on stuff because I would like to talk about our team and our struggles and what we did well because we did do some pretty good things. But yeah, with that being said, good decisions we made. We have Van Jefferson, and we got the number one scoring player of the week, George kittle that's it doesn't even it doesn't even matter anymore sorry team c's sorry okay uh to everyone that has made it this far thank you for listening and may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year we'll catch you guys again next week when we review week 14 of the nfl regular season and that's the t and that's the t take care y'all